MG College. This is the Aggie Coaches Show with Coach Craig Smith, brought to you by Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom, Cash Valley's Pizza and Craft Beer Authority, Macy's, Happy Shopping, Guild Mortgage, Own What Matters, and by Locker 42, your source for Aggie apparel. Live from Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom, here's the voice of the Aggies, Scott Gerard. Welcome on in, Aggie fans. We got a busy one tonight as the Aggies coming off an impressive victory over San Jose State. I don't know if I've seen a lot of 51-14 to 14 halftime scores, but, Coach, what a great game last night for your team from start to finish. Hey, Nimi, how about this crowd tonight? Yeah! I don't see any empty seats well, except these two right here, but thank you all for coming out, and, and we all know why you're here. You want to listen to this guy, so we know that, but... Um, it was an exciting night last night, uh, really a magical night yeah. in so many ways, uh, I think for everybody involved, and uh, it hasn't even been 24 hours ago yet, um, getting done at 11 o'clock, but, um, but thank you to all the fans that came out to support us, to support the young men in our program, and, and to send our seniors out in the fashion that you guys did, so... Welcome on back. You're listening to the Craig Smith Coaches Show on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Fresh off a 23-point, 10-rebound, two-assist night. Namish Kata kind enough to hang out with us as we are live here at Old Chicago. Nimi, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Not as good as you are, man. Congratulations. Big night last Thank night. You. Talk us through that game because it seemed like uh, we are just talking about your smile, and uh, there were a lot of smiles last night on that court. Um, yesterday was a good game for for the whole team. Yeah. Um, I thought that we just shared the ball like we we haven't done in a minute, and I just felt that we were all trying to trying to share the ball as best as we could, and we we found open teammates all the time, and and the shots were falling, and that was one of the games that one of those games that just boosts up your confidence. Well, it certainly feels like you guys have had a lot of confidence too over the last. Uh, two or three weeks what's really allowed you guys to is it just health and you feeling feeling healthy is that one of the biggest reasons why you guys have been playing well as of late um you could say it's health um you could say you could say a lot of things but i just feel that like everything is just falling into place and everything's going going well we've been done we've been doing everything that we've been asked to do um since the beginning of the year um and stuff was just wasn't just going our way yeah and i just feel that we just found our groove and stuff is finally going our way and i think they're we're pretty dangerous right now how uh you know i've always admired your positivity you're always positive about things an upbeat attitude was it hard to stay positive through some of the uh early you know the injuries and 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 trying to get back out on the court at the at the beginning yes but you learn how to how to deal with it yeah um it's a part of uh, being a basketball player um you just Stuff will happen. You just got to find a way to fight through it and just take the best the best out of every situation. How much, uh, because I know that uh, when you put your name into the draft, a lot of the uh, GMs and scouts said they wanted you to put some weight on, put some muscle on. You added, what, 20, 25 pounds? 20, 25 pounds, yes. Uh, how, was, how has that made you a different basketball player? Um, I just feel a lot more confident. Um, I just, having all of that extra strength just makes me, makes me feel that I can... I can I can overpower people or just 
or just get over them because I'm yeah. big and just and I just feel that he's just added to my game and I just feel a, a lot more complete of a player coach uh, let's talk a little bit about the the offseason when he when he's able to put on that weight does does Logan get a lot of credit for that how how about how did that all come together for him well, I think first of all, Nimi gets a lot of credit for that. You yeah, know, oh, putting yeah. all the time in and being aggressive with it, and and he um, he took that. You know, he knew he needed to get stronger, and he took that a little bit personal. And going through the combine, I think it was a great experience. Nimi, is that true? Yes, yes. For him to see so many different things and just go through that and experience that um, and have that experience, and so um, how about this service? How, how great is old Chicago? I know it's great, isn't it's it? Big time. Yeah, love but, that um, coffee. Yeah, love that coffee. But um, um, but yeah. So and Logan Ogden, our strength coach, is uh, does a fantastic job, and I think he just really understands. Um, how to train uh, each guy individually. It's not just a group of guys and go out in there and he trains them to be um, to their specific to help them be the best that they can be that way and and um, you know I'll, I'll always remember <clears throat> I was in Portugal to see Mimi play. I saw him play his last two pool games in the U20 games and we get back and, and uh, they play the quarterfinal game, watch that in the semis is when you got hurt, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I left at halftime. They were just drilling them and and we went up to Bear Lake, and I get up there, and you know, I got just like all these missed text messages because there's no service yeah. on the drive and missed phone calls. And I tracked down Nimi, um, and he goes, Coach, you don't worry about it. I'll, I'll be back better than ever. Like, uh, I, this will be the best thing that – and I'm just like, well, I'm glad you can say that right now because <laughs> I know – but – and that's how Nimi's always been. Like, you know, you, you have something kind of a – uh, that major of an injury that happens, and he immediately sees the silver lining. I'm going to come back stronger than ever. I'm going to come back better than ever, right? And um, and so there's a silver lining in this stuff and the way he's approached things, and his shooting touch has certainly gotten much better, and and obviously he's bigger, stronger, and faster um, uh, at this point than he was a year ago. You know what's always fun, Nimi, is when you see, especially early in a game, whether it's, you know, a point guard or somebody who tries to drive in the lane and they see you there and they're like, no, <laughs> you know, and, and they'll, they'll pull it back out or pass out. I mean, as a, as a, as a defender and an elite-level rim defender in this, in this conference and, in, the, in, you know, in college basketball overall, how much pride do you take in knowing that there's just not a lot of guys out there that want to challenge you? A lot. Um, it saves me a lot of, a lot of work. Um, <laughs> um, just, just by having the, the intimidation of yeah. having a shot blocker like me around the rim, um, I feel that it distorts a lot of, a lot of mainly small guys like guards yeah. um, to go to the rim and trying to, trying to get a, a point at the rim. But, but with big guys, it's kind of harder because they're bigger and stronger. But I still, do, I think I still do a really good job with it. Well, I, and and I've, coach and I have talked about this too. There are some guys that that realize you're the defending defensive player of the year. You're a great shot blocker, and they want to get a piece of you. And I remember the uh, the freshman from Colorado State who tried to challenge you, and uh, and you put it back on him pretty quick. And uh, and it seemed like he's like, okay, I, I can't be doing that anymore. <laughs> Because yeah, there's a lot of guys that want to take yeah, a shot at you, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, too. Um, I feel that I'm a really good player, and that, that really that really makes makes a lot of teams want to play harder against me and just trying to try yeah. trying to, trying to show something. But I'm just trying to—I'm I'm there just to do my job and just play my game. What, have you, what do you take a lot of pride in in your game this year as opposed to last year? Like, what improvements have you made that you, that you take a lot of pride in? Um, just my my ability to make 
knock down free throws more yeah. consistently. Um, I feel that um, last year I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't good at, at it. Let's not lie. Um, I just feel, I just, I just feel that like I'm, I'm really, 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 really clutch right now. I feel that I, I'll make free throws whenever the team needs it. Um, I feel that I'm, I'm a, I'm a better playmaker too. Um, I just feel that. I just feel that I, I just got to turn on the turnovers, but that's a part of the game I, I got to work on for for the future. Well, I want to go back to the Boise State game here in Logan. Um, I think you're up one at that point, and they get the flagrant foul on you. And Now, granted, you're at home, so you get the benefit of that, but nobody's there in the blocks. They take everybody out on that flagrant. You're all by yourself, and you go two for two from that free throw line. I mean, it's one thing to shoot a bunch in practice, but in pressure moments like that, you've been clutch this year. Yes, it was 30 seconds left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah. know you know exactly yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I, I won't forget that. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty good for me. I just – I think it helped a lot on my confidence on the free throws too. I felt like I was already pretty good at it. Yeah. But that, that came like – confirm it was that something even with the injury you were able to work on yes, a little bit so yes, that's probably yes, something that helped out yes. i mean one of the silver linings of the injury is that you could focus in on some of those yeah. other things literally when i got hurt the only thing i could do was just shoot and i and i did that so yeah. i feel that like i improved a lot and he's just helping me coach from your perspective what are, what are the improvements you've seen from year one to year two well there's a lot i mean I, and I, I i think back to day one you know, and I remember that the first game at, at Montana State, and and it's funny because obviously we opened the season with Montana State again this year. So I watched last the year before his game, and I'm watching it, and my some of my kids and my wife come in and like <laughs> they just start giggling. They're looking yeah. at Mimi on the film because he was just you know just like a baby giraffe out there, just long yeah. arms, lanky, you know, like you know, like yeah, it was like he lost, he's gained like a quarter of his width of his body. <laughs> Now, but it was just like they couldn't believe how much his body is changing, how different he looks, you know. Yeah. And um, but just uh, when I was in um, Portugal, there was an NBA scout. Well, there's a bunch of NBA scouts there, but one of them in particular, and I don't remember the team, but he came over to me and he goes, "Man, Namish Keita, like I saw him play last summer, and I don't know if it's the same event, but you played in whatever mm-hmm. over there." And he and he had scouted Nimi. It was the same event, and he goes, "I have never seen a player, whether it's a guard uh, or someone that's seven foot or anyone in between. I've never seen any player improve from where he was a summer ago to where he is today. You know, and that yeah. was a, um, obviously that was the middle of this summer. So um, he's got great feel all the way around. Like defensively, he does stuff that I, like I just don't know you can teach." He just flows it like I'm always telling Trevor, right or wrong, like, you know, number one rule in parenting, don't compare your kids to each other, right? It's kind of the same way in coaching, you know, like, Trevin, I mean this the right way, but just watch Nimi flow on defense, right? Kuba, watch Nimi just kind of flow with the ball, and he just, that's what he does. Like, he's just like, uh, it's like an art form. Like, he just naturally flows to everything whether it's blocking shots or stopping the ball or screen and roll or a box out. And then he does the same thing on offense. Like he's always in the right place at the right time naturally. And Sam said it um, at some point last year, I remember seeing a snippet, they talked about Nimi and Sam's just like, he's just so easy to play with. And when someone says you're so easy to play with, you really know how to play. 
you know, because you're in the right place at the right time all the time. I thought he's really improved on his shooting, no doubt. He's really improved on his finishing. Some of those finishes he's had this year, he could not do last year consistently. He can make some of them every now and then, but certainly not consistently. Right now he's got like a kind of a little quarter turn where he just, he sees, and the guy just freezes, and he just shoots it right over him. Yeah. And they can't react to it. And, and that's uh, almost impossible to guard at, at that level. He couldn't even come close to doing that last year. Um, um, and then just like I said, this the physicality um, of some things. He's always been a good passer. He's been in, although the last couple of games, he's been much, much better. He had a couple of games where he, you know, where he turned it over a few times. But I think some of that, too, is, um, quite frankly, just not playing for a decent period of time. And now he's playing some more minutes with some guys that he hasn't played a lot of minutes with so just getting everybody on the same page and understanding where to move when to move like we showed one clip where Nimi got it in the post and I think it was Fonz that dove I think it was Fonz might have been Bean but they dove and then they just stopped their cut and if David had kept their cut going Nimi had him for a dunk yeah but now Nimi sees the play leads him right into it and for whatever reason they stopped the cut and Nimi gets the turnover when it should have been a dunk and we always tell our guys, the guy with the toughest job is the passer. But um, the sky's the limit for this young man, as we know. And uh, his best days are, he's already very, very good. But he's just scratching the surface as to how good he's going to become. You know, I wanted to circle back to the under-20s. Obviously, Portugal goes on and wins the championship. And I know you're unable to play in that championship game. But how much pride did you take being able to put on the jersey that's got the country on it? I mean, that, that had to have been a thrill for you. Yes, it was really good for me. Um, that group of guys was really great for me. I've known them for for a long time. Playing with them for for this summer was really good for me. Um, especially at home, it was in Portugal yeah. the tournament. It was really great. Um, having my family to see me play there too was really amazing. I can I can I can't tell you how great it was. The whole gym was was there supporting us. It was really amazing. Um, when did uh, when did you first start playing basketball? Uh, I was ten. Yeah, I was ten. So did you? Because uh, I remember, um, I remember it was. I think it was that Montana State game, coach. That first game of the year from uh, two years ago, and uh, Nimi and uh, I can't remember who else it was. You guys were taking uh, soccer uh, <laughs> soccer shots off of each other, and uh, was soccer something you originally started playing? Yes, yes. I, I tried. I tried. You kind of grew out of it yeah, a little bit, I would yeah, assume. Yeah, I was too big for it. I was too clumsy. Um, Did you stay too slow? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I was too clumsy. My feet were so big that <laughs> I would just lose contact with the ball so oftenly, and it was it was awful. So at what point did uh, somebody say, hey, let's get you over here and play basketball? So we, when you're about 10 years old, right? Yes, yes. They, and said, they said, go play basketball, but I wasn't. <laughs> I still kept playing soccer on yeah. the streets. Uh, no basketball. When did you feel like you could be pretty good at this? I mean, was there a moment where you're like, "Wow, you know what? I'm I'm actually pretty good." Um, I was I was probably around 16 or 17. Yeah. Um, one summer, one of my coaches just came out to me and just told me, "If you don't, why don't you give it a shot? Why don't you Why don't you put in a little bit of work on it?" And like, and I was like. I don't have anything else to do. I might as well just take advantage of it and just just try it. And I just decided, and ever since then, I've just kept getting better, kept getting better and improving, and, and I, now I'm here. 
Were your parents tall? Did you kind of know all along you were going to be uh, you, you were going to grow yeah. pretty quick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my parents are pretty tall. Um, I don't know what's the translation from centimeters to to inches, but I'd say my mom is probably around five five ten. Okay. And then my dad is probably like a six four six five. Okay, but yeah. not not anywhere near where no, you're. Oh no, I hit the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, by the way, one thing, and I saw the video, and and the dunk was impressive, but the reaction on the <laughs> sideline was even better. We got to talk about Roche's dunk yes, last night because that sideline was a lot of fun to watch. We definitely have to. Um, Roche had a really good game yesterday. I was I was excited for him because he worked so hard yeah. off the off off the court whenever when when one sees it. And I was really excited for him for the success he had yesterday. And the, that, that dunk was the cherry on the top of the cake. <laughs> I was really, I was not expecting that. <laughs> I don't think anybody was expecting that. Yeah. Uh, but it was great good. to see. And, and, I mean, that's what makes this team so much fun over the last couple of years is the camaraderie in the locker room. I mean, you guys genuinely, genuinely care for each other in yes, that locker room. Yes. Um, especially last night because it was senior night. Yeah. We were really, we were really trying to, we were really trying to, not force, not force passes, but if we see a, one of the yeah. seniors open, we we trying to get you the ball and trying to make you score or get something so you can remember the spectrum the best way possible. How much fun is it playing in the spectrum? Amazing, amazing. I love the spectrum. Yeah, it's really great. What was uh, what was your reaction when you first saw the uh, the cutouts of you on underneath man. the bucket? Oh man. <laughs> It was really good. I was. Did you I, know it was coming? I knew it was coming, but I I had no idea it would be that big. Yeah. And it caught me by surprise, and I was like, "How how are you supposed to make free throws?" Out? <laughs> Especially last year when I couldn't make free throws. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "It was it was really great. It was really great. I loved it. I loved the hurt for the for the idea, and I thank him for having my face in it." It was so good, San Diego State decided to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not nearly as good, but... No, not at all. All right, we're going to take a break, come back, and if you got a question for Nimi, a question for Coach, we'd love to hear from you. Coming up next, it's our open mic section. Uh, it's all right here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom in Logan is your place for the best local and regional craft beers and taproom fare. Hungry for pizza? Choose from Old Chicago's Chicago... The Craig Smith Coaches Show live here at Old Chicago Packed House. Remember, only one more of these shows left. We'll do it again next week, and then that's it. So uh, only a few more opportunities for you to let your voice be heard. It's our open mic uh, session where if you've got a question for Coach, raise your hand, and we'd love to hear from you. And uh, whether you got a question for Coach, question for Nimi, um, let your voice be heard. This is your moment to take over and quit hearing from me yammering So and, and uh, get the questions you really need answered. Young man here in the front, batting leadoff. And he, and he always asks amazing questions, so I'm excited about tonight. Yes. Go ahead. You're up. Hey, Kata, when will we see you taking more three-pointers? <laughs> Easy. <laughs> Easy. <Hey. laughs> I don't know yet, but one thing is for sure. I got the best percentage on the team. <laughs> I got the best percentage on the team. Bat a thousand. So, coach has got to let me shoot more. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, I think last year, what were you two for three last year? No, two five. Two for two five. For okay, five. two for five. All right, so you got some. You got some time to pick yeah, up some yeah, ground here. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, another question. Go ahead. Okay, Nimi, when will you make your decision about your? 
basketball future? Um, I don't know yet. Um, to be honest, I'm I'm not even worried about that yet. I'm just oh, you shouldn't you shouldn't. We're 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 trying to get a deep run um, in the tournament for now and trying to win the tournament, and then and then we'll see what happens because whatever the best we will do as a team the better it is for for me in the future and and it'll it'll just help me on my decision too i i, I gotta imagine as uh you know winning the tournament last year um that's you guys set the standard really high and when you go into the tournament this year you know that that gives you a leg up knowing what it takes to to make those to win those three games in a row yes um in my opinion i think we're we're favorites up there with san diego state oh yeah um, we're the, we're the we're the defending champs, and they were the champs the year before. So it's gonna be we we just gotta go we just gotta go a game at a game at a time. But um, we're just we're just we're just trying to get get there and just trying to win every time and yeah. just, and win it all when we get there. Love it. Got another question? Go ahead. Another young man here in the back. Hey, Nimi. I just broke my finger. Um, I'm going to a basketball game. Do you have any advice coming off the injury? <laughs> <laughs> that is have you done rehab yet? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get some rehab and then then just play with it. <laughs> just don't worry about the pain. <laughs> yeah, just fight through it. <laughs> Love it. Another question. Go ahead. We got some, we got some, we got some great questions tonight. So great to see all these young kids here. That's that's fantastic to see, and they're the ones that aren't shy. Go ahead, you're up. I can speak Portuguese, and I want to ask you a question. Go ahead, man. I'm here. Que o seu favorito coisa em Utah? What's my favorite thing in Utah? Hey, hey. 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 I I'd probably say it's probably the spectrum. Um the spectrum or the herd. <laughs> or the herd. I love them both. And it's so I can pretty much every game at home I can see both of them, so every game at home I just feel great. By the way, we were on a uh we were on a flight. I want to say uh I can't remember which one it was. I think it was, I don't know, I think the last commercial flight we were on. And uh, on the road, Nimi was sitting by uh, a woman on the road next to us, and she spoke Portuguese. Yes. And you guys were speaking Portuguese yes. like the entire flight. Yes. It's got to be nice to be able <laughs> yeah. to slip back into the yeah. into your native language sometimes. It was, it was pretty nice. I was I was on my phone against to calling talking to my mom, and she she heard me talking in Portuguese, so she, she immediately just started talking to me when I hang up, so. It was pretty nice. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Let's see. Where's Ajay? Do we have another question? Oh, we're upright. We're if you got another one, raise your hand. We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not Diogo. <laughs> by the way, by the way, how much how much Portuguese on the court do you talk with with Diogo? Oh, a lot. Too a much. Lot. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> it's a lot. We're always talking in Portuguese. It's it's kind of. I don't think there's a lot of players that understand Portuguese, and if we want to like just call a set or tell something that we don't want him to know, we just talk <laughs> out loud in Portuguese. <laughs> uh, Coach, you got one more game coming up against uh, New Mexico. How strange is it that you haven't? Uh, you're playing a team for the first time in conference for the final game of the season. Yeah, it's a little bizarre, um, quite frankly. And you know, just watching a bunch of film on them, it's kind of like you know, even for the players, like. 
you know, you have a little when you, you when you throw in the first statement. I just hadn't seen them play a lot, just with all the way the scouting has gone. And but you have a premonition of last year's team, right? Yeah. And then you turn it on, and it's, there's certainly some similarities, but there's some vast differences too. So, uh, you know, normally at this time of year, the back half of the year, these, you know, our guys have already seen these guys. They got a great feel for the guys. They understand their scheme and what we're trying to take away and what we're trying to do and know their play calls and, of course, their personnel. But now it's almost like, I mean, in a weird kind of way, it certainly isn't going to feel like a non-conference game, but in a way, because you're playing one time, yeah, and it's this late, so it's a different vibe. But um, they're a very, very talented crew. Uh, they're a very, very talented team, um, and they're very good in the pit. In the pit, you know, their home court is one of the best home court venues in all of the country. I think there's some very, I think there's a lot of similarities to the spectrum in terms of how loud it gets in there, um, their fan support. They're relentless, and it's going to be their senior night. Yeah. And we just experienced the emotion on our side, and now they're going to have that vibe on their side. So there's going to be a lot to deal with, but let's go out there and, and prepare the best that we can over the next two days, and and uh, let's show up and play Aggie basketball. And usually when you do that, um, you know, we'll let the chips fall where they may. Uh, and then, of course, you want – I mean, you look at the, the standings right now, and – I mean, if if heaven forbid you lose that game to to New Mexico, it's it's a big giant mess with teams there with five and six losses. I mean, it all heck's gonna break loose at that point. But it's got to be nice to know, hey, we just control our own destiny, win, and everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, the way it's worked out, I mean, San Diego State's kind of run away with it a little bit, and then there's a uh, a cluster of five teams kind of right in the mix there, and then the other five are kind of in there. Uh, well, then it's kind of two, and then the other three. But you know what? It is like a long time ago. I just stopped worrying about all that stuff um, and all the peripheral stuff that doesn't matter. I know our players know what's going on. I know our fans know it. But to me, it's just like let's go be the best that we can be. The coach has been like, guys, just stop. Let's go win the game. Yeah. But none of that stuff, Matt. Let's let's go win. Let's go to the fight. Let's go take the fight to whoever we're going against. Let's go be the best that we can be. Right. Let's not flinch and let's just go and go and go and keep on climbing the ladder. And then whatever happens, happens. And that's the approach we've taken in a major way over the last five weeks. That's what's exciting. I think we're getting better on a week to week basis. And and what. What's really exciting is I think we got uh, room to grow yeah. um, still here. And there's still three, hopefully there's, you know, three to five weeks of basketball left here um, for the Aggies where we can continue to climb the ladder. Uh, we got another question. I've lost Ajay. He's is that you, side. Ajay? Wow. All hey. There. Hey. there we go. Hey. Go ahead. I just want to say congrats on the win last night, guys. It was fun to be in the spectrum for the last home game. Thank you. Uh, my question that I have is, how do you guys feel going into the last game of the season against New Mexico and into the Mountain West Tournament? Who do you want to start, Scotty? Uh, Nimi, let's go with you and then uh, go to coach. Um, in my opinion, I feel that we're ready for it. Um, the pit is a very tough environment to play at, but I feel that we're prepared for it. We've been, we've been, uh, we've been playing really well for the past, like, 10-8 games, um, and I feel that we're playing our best brand of basketball right now. Um, and I just feel that we, if we just, if we just stick to the scouting report and do whatever we're told, we're we're gonna be good. 
And I would echo what Nimi says. It, it's a very difficult. If you you know go into that place, it's it doesn't matter if 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 we're really bad and they're really bad, or they're really good and and we're really good, or they're really good and we're not very good, and we're good and they're not. Like it's a dogfight to play there, and you got to earn victory and you got to have the right mindset because um, they are on top of you, and and you got to be very sound. Uh, but you got to play with great, great poise and confidence. And when we play Aggie basketball, and that's Gator basketball, and playing together and played with a spirit and a mantra, then anything can happen. And and I love where we're trending. And um, um, and if we just keep doing that, great things will happen for the Aggies. Have you uh, have you been harassed by Snake, Coach? No, yeah, but I just saw. Uh, 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 what game, I was just watched. Uh, I'm trying to think of what game I just got done watching. Uh, but anyway, they did a close up of him, and I know one year uh, they didn't do this. He didn't do this last year, but my, one of my years at Colorado State when I was an assistant, he met us at the he, as we got off the bus to walk into the to the arena. He met us there uh, at shoot <laughs> at shoot around and before the game. I'm like this guy, you know, he's uh, he's a diehard for sure. If you don't know who we're talking about, there's a guy. He's a New Mexico super fan, and in fact, a they kind of uh, asked him not to come to any more games because he's a kind of an intimidating guy. And then when the new coach took over, he reached out and goes, we need you back. And, and so they brought him back. And last year I had Abel Porter after he hit the big shot. Abel and I are doing the post-game interview, and here comes Snake coming right towards us. And I'm thinking, we're gonna have a, are we going to have a problem here? And he comes up, and right in the middle of the interview, and he looks and he points at Abel, he goes, Good game, and then walks <laughs> off. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's. It, I mean, it doesn't matter what their record is. It, it's. It's not an easy place to play. Yeah, it's a. It's a. Uh, I mean, they, I remember one year we um, got off the plane, and, and it was our first year at Colorado State. It was the first time I'd ever been there, and we were. They were very good. We were dreadful. We were. We were zero fourteen in the league at the time. We ended up zero sixteen, Nimi. Uh, but we hey. won the eight nine uh, playing game, so to speak. And it uh, felt like we won the Super Bowl. But um, there were fans in the airport saying, the Aggies are good this year. Like, literally the whole way to baggage claim. And I'm like, man, they're serious about about their basketball uh, in New Mexico. And obviously they got a, a long lineage of history and tradition um, down there. So, you know, we played them three times last year and had some very good games. And, um, and I know our guys are excited for the challenge. Uh, one more question. Go ahead. This will be really brief. I just want to know whose arms are longer, Nimi's or Cuba's. Oh. He's got the bigger wingspan. I don't know either. That is I, a think, good I, think, I think it's Cuba. I think, he, I think it's, it's Cuba. I think he's... Diogo, you know too. You don't? No. Oh. Well, it's crazy. Nimi, you measured... Um, 6'11 without shoes yes. and 7 foot with shoes at yeah. the NBA Combine, right? Yeah. And, uh, and Kuba's 7'3". Like legitimately 7'3", yeah. yeah. which is crazy to think that he's, you know, four inches taller than him. I mean, that's just incredible. But Nimi's hand, not to get like into all the, you know, it's NBA, it's NFL Combine right now. They're doing all the, you know, Joe Burrow's got you know, nine inch hands or whatever yeah. it is. So, uh, but Nimi, so we all know Kawhi Leonard, Right, the and and Nimi's hands was was um, measured as the biggest hands. Or were they bigger than Kawhi's? Uh, no. He had the biggest hands since Kawhi Leonard was at the NBA Combine. Right? Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so 
for whatever that means. I don't know if that means like you're, you know, I don't know. You can dunk better, like you, <laughs> you rebound know. better. I'm just, I mean, I guess we're on the topic. Go ahead, one more. By the way, Jordan Love apparently has very big hands. He's had, had one of the biggest quarterback hands in the uh, NFL draft. Is that right? Yeah. So the cold weather teams will like him. I, I, I guess so. Doing the Patriots. Uh, here we go. Doing the Patriots, Ajay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, one more question uh, from somebody in the back who shall remain nameless. Okay. What's your so name? What's your name? What's your name? What's your name? My name is D.A. D.A.? For those that don't know. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? So... Obviously, you had your injury earlier earlier this year before the season started, and that kind of changed your your mindset going into the season. But now that you you're starting to feel more comfortable on the floor, and after developing so much your offensive game, what kind of Nimi do you think our fans should be expecting? Do you, do you feel good to say that you're the best player that you've be, ever been, and that the fans can can expect? What they they what I know they can expect. Definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I think we're gonna see the best Nimi, the best Nimi that's been that's been at Utah State. I'm feeling great. My knee feels good. I feel strong. I feel athletic. Um, we had this bye week that we had. We had a lot of time to rest and to charge up. Not phys- not just mentally, but physically too. Um, and I just feel that we're on the right path. And good to know. Good to know. And it's not just me. I think. I think. I think you are too. So next time that I bump you in practice, <laughs> it's because we're both going hard at yes, it. All right. Yes, Let's go. Yes. Let's go. <laughs> hey. That's Diogo Brito Welcome. on the mic. Welcome to my world, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take our final break and uh, wrap things up next. All right, here on the Craig Smith Coaches Show on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We got that. All right, final segment of the show. We got a few minutes left as we get you ready for Utah State and New Mexico as the Aggies will play their final road game uh, and the final game of the regular season. And, Coach, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's that long ago. We were uh, breaking down Montana State, first game of the year. I got to imagine the uh, the days are long, but the uh, season goes by pretty quick. Man, it goes super quick. You know, the non-conference season, it's a little bit different because so many of the teams you're playing maybe one time or maybe you've never played them before or, yeah. you know, so – um, and you know, there's two game, there's two games in a week, one game in a week, sometimes three games in a week, and you're just all over the place. In league play, there's a, it's just you kind of get into a rhythm a little bit, yeah. where you're playing every Saturday, and then this year it's been a ton of Tuesdays uh, and a few Wednesdays. So you just kind of get in the rhythm of things, and next thing you know, you know it's March 1st on on Saturday, right? The weather's turning nicer, and the days are certainly longer. Um, you know, we walk out of the spectrum now after practice. And there's actually the sun is shining. And so, you know, it. and then March Madness is here. Football is over and you just feel it. And um, um, so you get to and practices are a lot shorter as a whole. 
Um, still same old long film sessions, though, Nimi, right? But um, but it's amazing how quick it goes. You know, you, I'm just looking at a Kyle always has the statue, and we're I mean we're 20. I, like I hadn't really thought about this. You know, when you hit 20 wins, you kind of think about it. But I didn't even bring it up this year. No. Last year, I always remember we beat Air Force, and that was our 20th win. And I always remember Diogo was to the right of me, and he wasn't listening to a word I was saying, which is normal. But um, I'm kidding. But he just kept shaking his head, and he he's like, "Can can you believe we won 20 games? Like we won 20 games? Like?" And he just couldn't get over it. And I think our 20th win this year was uh, Colorado State, yeah. but we didn't say a word about it. And that's always a good milestone. But 23 and seven, and hopefully a lot more to come. Keys to the game. What do you got to do against New Mexico? Um, transit. Uh, Transition defense, I feel like I say that a lot, but there's a lot of teams in our league that really want to push the ball and are super dynamic. They're so athletic, one through five. Like, they are a freight train in transition. And then it's kind of the same as San Jose. Like, they're just so big at every spot. They'll play six, five, and higher. So we got to do a great job in the glass. And then number three is certainly taking care of the ball. Because when you turn it, and we're going to have some turnovers, but we got to stay away from the ones that lead to – dunk 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 and now you know 16,000 fans are just coming on you and uh and so hopefully we can uh handle the ball and 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 get great shots game coming up on saturday and then that's it folks and make sure to get your tickets get down to vegas support this team in the mountain west conference tournament uh one of my favorite events to be a part of every single year love that conference tournament and it kicks off next week uh in fact first round will be about the for a week from today and then utah state in action on thursday friday and uh I'll say right now, Saturday as well, as the Aggies get set for another run in the conference tournament. For Nami Ishkata, for Craig Smith, I'm Scott Gerard. Enjoy the game this week. We'll be back with you next Monday here on the Aggie Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go Aggies! This has been the Aggie Coaches Show with Coach Craig Smith, brought to you by Ford. Go further. H&R Block. Block has your back. New York Life. Be good at life. And by Old Chicago Pizza and Taproom. Cash Valley's Pizza and Craft Beer Authority. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network.